Good afternoon. Welcome to the weekly commentary. I am Robin. So here we go. Uh, wheat, barley, canola, all going to be talked about today. Um, not too much to report. It'll be, a, it'll be a quick one, hopefully. So let's get into it. Okay, so wheat. We have gone over $10 uh, futures off the Minneapolis and uh, the other complexes. So Kansas City, Chicago have all been rallying. So what's what's going on out there? Um, lots of order flows, lots of tenders coming in to buy wheat, um, whether that's in Canada or coming into the Black Sea zone to buy. Um, lots of traction in the wheat market, uh, people coming to fill what they need. Um, so this is causing wheat to go up. As I mentioned, Minneapolis uh, crested $10. I believe it closed around $10. Uh, 14 to 10, 18 uh, a bushel a day. It's not at the 10-year high. The 10-year high is about, um, you know, 20 to 30 cents higher than that. So we will be watching to see. Um, obviously, I think $10 is a psychological um, pivot point. And obviously, with the 10-year chart, um, the market has been going up and down according to some of those resistance points. So we'll be worth watching whether we can get above the 10-year high. Um, also on the wheat front, uh, we see Russia imposing some export taxes, which obviously will limit the amount of grain flow out of there. Um, and that could also um, stimulate some wheat um, running up and has stimulated some wheat running up as well. Uh, Ukraine, on the flip side, is posting an 80 million metric ton crop, uh, though they're only 75% of the wheat uh, at, has been harvested, but it is a whopping big one. And in France, uh, similar story, decent crop. Um, they're also on pace with harvest as well as winter wheat planting. Uh, winter wheat planting in Russia and the Ukraine is on pace, um, but they did put in a few less acres than they were anticipating because of you know dry concerns they have in that region. So wheat's on the up and up, uh, always a good time to incrementally sell and take some risk off, especially when you're over $10 futures. So um, barley, Barley, we see, um, you know, nothing really, well, I shouldn't say nothing really happening. So on the feed front, values have been flat. So not a lot of story since that corn, you know, coming into Canada has supplanted um, barley for the lowest common denominator. So the feed story has really not changed too much. Uh, corn is the supplanting player there. Um, so what is happening is that the malt, which has been tight, is very much sought after. And a lot of maltsters are basically playing that market market up um, and, and trying to fill the supply. And we're also seeing some export players come in and open up opportunities on some of the stuff that I like to call in-between malt. And what that means is that any samples that maybe were borderline malt, not the best quality, are being kind of looked at because they frankly have to be given how short the supply for malt in general is this year. So the word to the farmer and, and what I would recommend is to really make sure you get your samples in and you know even if you have a feed um, or a malt variety like a, a Synergy or Copeland or Metcalf or you know any malt variety that is you know feed or graded feed for whatever reason because of the rain that we had um, early September make sure you get the samples in and you kind of have a plan and you're talking to either your feed rep or your malt rep so that they know what you have. So that's the uptake on barley. 
or and uh, moving into canola we've got um, rallies also continuing canola was approaching the thousand dollar mark it didn't quite uh, get there uh, we bridged just short but uh, canola is rallying on you know palm palm is at a historic high right now or or was you know yesterday and the day before it's since backed off soy meal is at a three-month high um, and, and just you know crude continues to be str uh, strong it closed around 83 um, dollars today so really oil in general whether it's the food um, sector and oil industrial um, is is really rallying and driving things like canola up because of it so canola um, very also positive thing to tell or to um, you know sell into we have come back a little bit today and it took a pretty steep dive about $25 um, off of, of where it had been positioning so um, you know we're kind of going to see if it goes back into the tr trading channel and it waits for new news but definitely positive definitely opportunities to sell um, some canola this week um, and you know hopefully next week as well one cautionary tale on all complexes right now is the Canadian dollar. I mentioned that crude was um, rallying again, or not really, I shouldn't call it necessarily rallying, but it's staying strong over $80. It, it closed at 83, um, almost 84 bucks today. And as crude oil and Canadian dollar follow each other almost religiously, um, it is a threat to the basis levels in Canada. So if the Canadian dollar, which closed just, just higher than 80 cents, um, stays high or, or goes up a little bit higher it will cap our export availability and the price that we can get for our exports so that will impact at the farm gate the basis values um, and, and margins are already being squeezed from an industry per perspective on exports so the Canadian dollar going up really does offset some of these futures gains and will impact basis so that is the cautionary note um, so maybe thinking of how you're going to separate the two your movement from your futures um, another good strategy to kind of employ this week that is it for me thank you